Mark, I think a lot of people were shocked after that concert the other night when a party bus that was headed from American Family Field on its way back to Green Bay had gunshots that narrowly missed the passengers. How is this affecting the community right now? Really strong reaction to this. This is awful for the city. You had individuals from outside the community from Green Bay who were here for the concert, had a great time at the concert. On their way home from the concert in a party bus, this incident happened on 35th in Wisconsin. This means that the people went back to Green Bay scared, happy to be alive, and are not coming back to Milwaukee. They're probably telling their friends, they're telling their family, they're telling everybody up there. That means in the future there are going to be individuals who are not going to come to Milwaukee for events like this, whether it's a concert at the stadium, whether it's a concert at Summerfest, whether it's an event at the arena. That kind of stuff really hurts the city throughout the state because there's already fears in Milwaukee. People have a perception, whether it's reality or not, of crime in Milwaukee. And when you have an incident that happens like this, a high-profile incident like this can hurt economically for the city because it means some of these people are not coming back. Well, there's no excuse for what happened. But one question I don't think anybody's asked, was the driver of the bus trying to avoid traffic getting back onto 94 and they were going through neighborhoods that maybe people from Milwaukee wouldn't have driven through at that hour of the night? I don't know if that's the case, probably, because it was a full concert, but that's that's in Wisconsin. I've used that route many times out the stadium. I know a lot of people do. You get back on the 35th Street to go I-94 and the northbound. So I don't think that's the case. I just think the case it was wrong place, wrong time where anything like this happens. To me, it's more so you shouldn't be afraid to drive around any street around the stadium. I mean, you want people to be near the stadium. You want them at the concert. You want them to be able to leave the concert and feel safe. You want them to feel safe anywhere in the city. I live right in the heart of the city, right downtown. I feel safe everywhere I go, but there are people who I talk to that live in Heartland, who live in Oconomowoc, who live in Hartford, who say, I've never come to the city. You always get robberies in the heart of downtown. That's not true, but that's the perception that's out there, Libby. And those people are not going to come spend money at hotels, spend money at restaurants. We need to have an image of safety. This really harms it. Are there any suspects? that they've arrested. Not that I'm aware of. I've not seen any coverage of anybody who was arrested for this. Mm. Now, last week, we talked a lot about Cardinal Stritch University and the purchase of that college land. What are you hearing is going to be developed? I heard within hours of that announcement, there were already developers on the phone with the college asking them how much they want for the land. 30 acres in the middle of the community. It's land that can be opened by knocking down the buildings on the site. I'm hearing mixed-use project hearing probably housing on the eastern half of the site, which would be more towards the lakeside, and then more retail, office development near the freeway there. So prime site, the issues in the Colonel Streets have gone on for years in terms of financial troubles. I think as they looked at the future of the site, there was no doubt in their mind they weren't going to make it as a college. Why not look at selling it just because they could make some money and they could redevelop it? So I would not be shocked within a year or two if you see that site redeveloped with a mix of both housing and retail on the property. Let's move to Walker's Point. There are more apartments planned for downtown. <laughs> when, when haven't we had this conversation? Right? Oh. oh, my God. There are literally hundreds and hundreds of units that have been proposed for the downtown area or that are already under construction. We're going to add over a 1,000 units of apartments here over the next couple of years. And the question I get asked nonstop is, who's going to live in them? I think that's a great question. We're not adding enough population to fill all these units. So what's clearly going to happen is you're going to have some of the older units who are going to have to step up. They have to spend money on renovation. They're going to offer incentives to get individuals in the door, or some of these apartments aren't going to make it. Which, of course, we all like in Milwaukee. We all like things that are free. On the other hand, I think we need to keep driving this towards the mayor's idea of getting more individuals to live in the downtown. This is good for that. 
We just got to make sure that happens. All right, let's turn to Harley-Davidson. They've got first quarter earnings announcing on Thursday. What do you think we're going to hear? I think it's going to be uneven. I think they've had an okay quarter the last time earnings came out. They're in the midst of the restructuring plan under the new CEO. They're driving new customers, new approaches. So I think they're going to do okay. I think they have to watch the economy very closely because Harley is a luxury item. Nobody has to have a Harley. So I think they have to really expand their customers. The other thing about Harley to watch, Libby, is what's going to happen with their corporate headquarters. We talked about whether or not it'll be reused. They now have rolled out plans for the park at that site. The next step is what happens with the corporate headquarters. They have very much been into not working in the office, working at home, led by the CEO. So I think I think you're going to see that site over the next year or two kind of get reused. I think it's going to be some sort of community use. And that's important to the neighborhood. So it's important we see some redevelopment of that site. Well, everybody's talking about the Bucks, Mark, and you yeah. had the opportunity to talk with that new minority owner this week. How did he get involved with the team? One of our reporters had that opportunity and what she told me afterwards and from hearing the interview, just kind of a happenstance. He's been interested in other teams, met one of the owners of the Bucks, Wes Eden, worked with him, was intrigued by what's going on in Milwaukee. Think about what's going on in Milwaukee since 2014, 2015. New ownership that came in, the Bucks were not doing well. The Bucks now are doing well. The Bucks have an arena. The Bucks won a championship. They have a very strong team. All of a sudden, they're very attractive to somebody like this, a guy who is involved with the Cleveland Browns, a soccer team in Columbus. So he's a very active sports owner. Wanted an opportunity to get into the NBA, is now involved with the Bucks as a minority owner. What he said to us also is that he's going to sit back and watch. He's going to learn. He's not thinking about any huge moves right away or trying to make huge moves. Again, he's not the majority owner. He's only one of the minority owners. So it'll be interesting to watch what he brings. Will he bring additional money? additional experience? Will there be more things that could happen between our city and Cleveland? I don't know, but it's interesting to get somebody new involved after all those years with Mark Lazary and what he brought to the city. You have the new ownership now, but I think long-term, we're all looking at the playoffs, right? We're all talking about, can they win another championship and what would that mean to the city? You think Aaron Rodgers will sell his shares if he moves you know, from o- Green Bay? Only, only if you and I are in the market, right? We can become <laughs> on. I think you and I should call up Aaron and see how much he's willing to sell for. Well, you've got all those contacts. I'll let you make that call. <laughs> Hey, Mark, it's always great to have you here. Always good to talk to you. You have a great week.